Hello, we are back. Hello. This is Allison. This is Kai. These are your two favorite friends that like to laugh at our own jokes and complain about things. <laughs> that was the first attempt. <laughs> How's it going? Super. How are you? I'm good. Did you um, feel like a little, little chill in the air yesterday? Like super, super cold yesterday? Well, it was wild yesterday. It was wild. The winds were blowing. Um, the winds were blowing, then the sun was shining, uh-huh. then it started hailing, <laughs> then the sun was shining. I mean, it was like, is it, what do they say about March? And like a lion, out like a lamb. Mm. But that's April. Yeah, okay. Is it April? It's blustery. <laughs> do you read your horoscope? Uh, I used to all the time, but no. There's sometimes I'll go on the gram, uh-huh. and there's like this queen who does like a 20 minute thing on each sign. That's so all. Watch that. Oh, will you yeah. send that to me? I will send it to you. Um, my March horoscope proved to be pretty true. It just, it was interesting. So there's just, and it's again on Instagram, but uh-huh. it was like you know something that you have like a venture that you've been putting off forever finally comes to like fruition. Oh. That was like tramp stamp. Oh, okay. And then my relationship ones are always wrong. <laughs> because it's like it's always like you're gonna find like a new relationship. And is it in the same source or a different one? Same source. Okay. Um, but then it was you know I did get into like a huge fight in March, so that mm-hmm. did like blow up some shit. So I'm kind of on the horoscope train now because <laughs> I was like March was correct. In like a lion, out like a lamb. It was on target, yo. It was. So now I'm like, well, what does April have in store for me? Who knows? What did the, hor- the horoscope say? Has it kind of my yet? It came out yet, but it didn't really seem as, like, specific. That's how they get you. If you can't be truthful, be vague. Yeah. <laughs> but Marshall was on point, so... Anyway. Anyway. I got lots of complaints today. Tell me. Things I just need to get off my chest. <laughs> and I almost Speak went I almost went live on IG. Have you ever done a live? I never have. Like, no. I kind of... Part of me wants to do a live just to see, like, who would tune in. <laughs> How many folks? Like, is there like a, a threshold? You're like, okay. It'd probably be like four. <laughs> You're like, that's fine. <laughs> Hi, friends. At least like <laughs> so. Maybe we should go live right now and see. It's funny because, you know, those gamers, they do that. There's like a whole thing, this whole industry, where if you're gaming, for like playing video games, and you're, you can live stream that shit. And the goal is to get people to like watch you. Yeah. And eventually they, they'll like start donating money to you. Some people will kill it. Like on Twitch? That's exactly right. Yeah. Okay. But then like sometimes there's like no one watching. And they'll show videos of like this person like, you know, just playing the video game by himself. And then all of a sudden he gets one person. And it's his girlfriend in the back. I'm going to go live Which right is now. really cute. Oh my God. Should we try it? I mean, if you want to. I'm not, I'm not scared. All right. Just checking the connection. <laughs> Okay, it says I'm live. Okay, guys, we are testing this on the air. Right now, nobody is tuned in. We're telling your followers that you have started a live video. I have, like, I'm nervous. She's breaking on hives, y'all. My heart is beating. Nobody. It is a live test. You guys, she just wants four. Okay. Okay, the we're te- oh. okay, we're telling more followers to join your video. Oh my god, you're <laughs> sorry, you're in your face. Okay, our listeners at home are not interested in this, but I only wanted four, and you know what? I got zero. And honestly, you know what I blame, you know what I blame it on? The rain. 
No. I live on the fact that I changed my IG handle. Oh. Did you notice that? I did. There's a W in there someplace. Because I got tired of people thinking that it was as hers. <laughs> Which is hilarious. But. You can't change your brand and expect people to keep following you. I think that that's why nobody is joining my live. Mm. Because they would Who's they would have joined it if it was as hers. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm hanging up on my live. Bye. Are you sure? Yes. Because nobody. <laughs> Nobody came. Discard. That was really sad. <laughs> Kai is so She's gleeful. so stupid. <laughs> you might need like a, a, a glass of wine or something to like unwind from all that bullshit that happens. <laughs> That's a good segue. I almost got on IG Live the other day because I was so annoyed. And then I was like, you know what? I can only have one venue to gripe, and that is my podcast. Oh, there you go. I can't be like... That can be your full brand. I can't be like giving it away for free. Exactly. <laughs> on IG Live. You need the fodder here. When I give it away for free on the podcast. <laughs> so I was walking by um, Portage Bay Goods, which is a little gift store for the thoughtful procrastinator mm-hmm. downstairs in It's Fremont, a cute little place. And we love it. Yeah. We, we like it. They get your cards and like non-committal gifts, you know? Yes. I have gotten many a birthday card there. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You pay for it because their cards are like $6. <laughs> totally. Exactly. <laughs> so it pays to get ahead of the game. Exactly. Um, anyway, they have a little tote bag in their window that says, lover of canceled plans. Wow. And I was like, that narrative is so fucking tired and it's done. done. It's and so it's fun. like, I feel like if you're toting around a tote bag, that you, that just seems that you don't even... Ugh, you don't even know like what's au courant anymore. <laughs> and not even the, the signage on the tote bag. There's a tote bag en general. Correct. <laughs> because tote bags are not even good for the environment anymore. There was this whole New York Times article. Because everybody is giving away a tote bag now. Yes. And it's actually worse for the carbon footprint. Because now we just have cloth bags everywhere that not... In a know, landfill or the production of them? Or yes and yes? Both. Okay. And it would take it takes like fifty six years for a tote bag to like break down. Look, I have held on to all my tote bags. It's not in a it's not in a landfill someplace. <sighs> I keep using it. I just give mine. I have so many tote bags that I I usually just add them to like my Goodwill pile. Mm. Um, because I am not. I feel better about paying eight cents per uh car uh those bags at QFC. Uh-huh. What is it? Paper bag? I feel good about paying eight cents for a paper bag. Oh. Because I know that those disintegrate in like two weeks in the rain. Oh, okay. They they go pretty fast. Than like accepting a bag from Lululemon that I don't need anymore. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like how long do those bags stay around? Right. Too long. Because they're like kind of plasticky. I mean, I'm sure they're not plastic, but they're some sort of something and the whole thing is like oh you can bring your lunch in it yeah right who's doing that okay uh i do do that like every day but like i don't need so many yeah i need maybe two lunch bags sure but for real life we do use those little small lulu bags for our lunch because because it's too expensive to buy lunch out anymore (laughs) what did i text you yesterday you're saying that pcc's uh everybody their hot bar and their salad bar has increased from like what nine ninety nine. Well, let's talk about the whole transition. Okay. All right. In twenty nineteen, pre pandemic, 
Hot bar and salad bar, seven ninety nine a pound. I can't believe that's how inexpensive it used to be. Indeed. That's wild. I'm a numbers person, and you know I watch where all my pennies go. And I feel like that's a really great deal. It's a good deal. Okay, so middle pandemic, uh, we're still in the pandemic, but like kind of post-pandemic cycle right here, it went up to $9.99. And you know what? That's like, uh, okay. Yeah. I would always watch my top, like I would usually get the salad bar and I would get light toppings. Like so she's never doing hard-boiled egg. I'm never doing a hard-boiled egg. Hard -boiled egg. I'm never doing the turkey, no, oh, like the turkey cubes. I know, but... Too expensive. I, I hear ya, but I, I gotta get the turkey. So... I've been, I've been getting like... No, no cherry tomatoes. No, I've no been getting, cauliflower. No bell peppers. Look, they, peas. and you know what? They they cut the vegetables real big and thick mm -hmm. on purpose. I see what you're doing, PCC. Beets. I would do beets. <laughs> like the shredded beets. Not, yeah. the, not the honky chunky no. beets. <laughs> so now, guys, it was brought to my attention yesterday that it is now up to $13.99 no. a pound but at the hot bar. What are they trying to make up for? They're trying to make up for a lot of money, right? I think that that's how expensive food is that's now. Ins oh, really? It's too much. And so, Erin and I were already, like, talking about how we need to stop uh, going out to eat because it's too expensive and we're trying to save some money and not be wasteful. But then when I, I texted my husband's, you are one and the other one is Ron, and I was just like, it's $13.99. Mm-hmm. It's done. We got a brown baguette, baby. But you know what? I will still get the bacon because it's really good. Well, then it's light, it's crumbly, right? Well, or you can, strips. The bacon strips. Uh, Have you uh, ever gotten them? No. Oh man, it's good. It's different than like bake, making it yourself. For some reason, it is. Because <laughs> someone else made it's it. It's like sugary. <laughs> oh, it like mapley. Like, yeah. Yeah, that sounds yummy. So sometimes when I want something warm, I'll get the bacon, and it's good. Mm. But yeah. Life is too expensive. It's way too expensive out here. And I do not want you to get a tote bag that says lover of cancel plans because that makes you look like 10 years old on the jokes. Like you don't know what's happening these it's days. Not You're not current. You're not current. <laughs> You're behind the times. And you know what else is behind the times? Fucking wine moms. I cannot <laughs> handle it. I've already gone off on this so many times. But people are not, not enough people are getting my message. It's Sad. Were you saying there's another another uh, iteration of this happening? So what originally sparked this outburst of anger <laughs> was I got an Apple News um, update on my phone, and it was a link to an article in like Time or one of those that was like, "Are mushroom moms the new wine moms?" <laughs> because microdosing is like a thing that it people is. are doing, and my annoyance with it is. Over the past 10 or so years, there's this trend on social media to talk about how hard how hard it is to be a mom and to be a parent, and at the end of the day, you have to have that big Carl-sized glass of wine. That's from uh, Cougar Town. Glass of wine um, just to make it through the day. Uh -huh. And, you know, it's just it just annoys me. I just think if you need to depend on a substance to have like a happy end to your day you need to make some different life choices but don't you think that like a part of it is like you know i'm like a m mushroom mom like i'm on trend <laughs> i'm a cool mom you know what i mean that's part of the whole thing too yeah and i think the other like commiserating about how hard your day was with your kids like 
you want to you want your DMs to blow up and be like you're so relatable. I'm I'm with you. Or uh, or you do so much. You're such a good mom. <laughs> oh, like kind of like fishing for yes. compliments. Oh, the pandering of it all. Right. Um, but to me, you know, it doesn't sound cool. It doesn't make you seem relatable. It makes you seem sad. And the real <laughs> self care, like if you're honestly, like if you just want to have a glass of wine at the end of the day, fine. But you don't have to tell everybody about it right. and make it seem like your kids are so annoying. That's why you have to do totally. this. Um. I don't know where I was going with that. It's like I was binge. I binge ate yesterday because I couldn't handle my. Yeah, life. you know what I want to do when I'm stressed out is eat Ben and Jerry's. But like I <laughs> and I do that. I don't post it on the ground because <laughs> it's nothing important. It's not important <laughs> unless it's a new flavor that you want people to try. Yeah, well, maybe there's that. I will say, um, one of my friends wanted. She got mushrooms for her birthday, mm-hmm. and you were scared. She was like, you want to do this with me? And I was like, hell no. <laughs> hell no. I like my brain. Look, you're all, you're about that dare generation. Drug abuse resistance <laughs> education. They worked on you. Okay, if somebody was like, do you want to do this, would you do it? Um, I don't put you in that camp. Only because, like, all that shit fucks my brain up a little bit. You know? Like, marijuana does not, I mean, it told, like, edibles, I cannot control myself. It hurts my brain. And I feel out of control, so I, yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. I Mushrooms like, I've never done. I'm curious, but I'm not in a big rush to, like, experiment with it, you know? So maybe, maybe when, maybe when I'm a little bit older and I'm closer to dying, maybe I'll want to, like, try it with drugs, but I'm 41 and, you know, I'm good. She's good, y'all. Um, so I just think that to, to wrap it all up, <laughs> any of the tropes on Instagram, you just, you just need to, to stop. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, do you know every week we have a gripe about Instagram <laughs> and you're the smart one that's not really on it that much. I just tried to go live and nobody, nobody got on my live. So yeah, I can have a very low tolerance for Instagram for whatever reason. Sometimes it's, you know, it's entertaining, but beyond that, I'm not trying to, like, learn new things, like the, the new Will Smith take from every, everyone, you know. So do you agree? So everybody knows about the slap, right? The slap heard across the, the world. The slap heard across the world. Um, a lot of people were saying on the gram that you couldn't really enter the conversation if you weren't black. Sure. Do you agree or disagree? I disagree. You think that it's... I feel like you can't gatekeep um, what you see, what? what you witness. Yeah. That was something that everyone saw, everyone witnessed, everyone has an opinion on, Yeah. right? And everyone's opinion is irrelevant to me. So everyone has an opinion, and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all irrelevant. They're all irrelevant. It's just boring. I think like, it's fine. Like, you have an opinion about it? Awesome. Does everyone need... The only opinion I, I like is Daniel Radcliffe's. Okay. He was dramatically bored with everyone's opinion on this. Oh, really? Yeah. How was he dramatically bored? Because everyone was saying what they were saying. You know, it's either like, oh, yeah, that was awesome. Go with, go, go well. Or, you know, they're taking Rock's side. Is there a side to take? I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> I take Jada's side. Do you? What, what? I don't even know what her side was. <laughs> uh-huh. So it changes. I feel like all I know is, um, and I don't know if I'm a proponent of violence, but if I was the butt of a joke, 
that was like spamming. And first of all, honestly, the joke wasn't even good. No, it was not a funny joke. It was not original. No, and I don't. I don't he didn't write it. It was like some that was like something that that was written for him. Somebody wrote that for him. Yeah, all that stuff is written. I just uh, thought it was like off the cuff. I thought it was so bad that it was off the cuff. Mm, I don't. Know. I don't know about that. Um, that wasn't even a good joke. That's my first offense: is that it wasn't a good joke. And so if I was the butt of a joke that wasn't even a good joke, like if I was the butt of a bad joke, I would want my man to get up there and smack somebody. You yeah. would? Okay. Yeah. All right. Like, Ryan, That's one take on it. I'm like, Ryan, get up there and hit that person. <laughs> Sometimes violence is the answer. Sometimes I, I need chivalry in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm a progressive female, but I will <laughs> never say no to somebody standing up for me on my behalf. I won't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Aren't you guys sad you're missing out on my life? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I don't know. I mean, obviously, uh, I can't put myself in that position. So who's to say, like, how I would feel if it actually happened? Um, but my, my gut instinct is that, I don't know, I wouldn't be mad if you're in setup for me. But then I was talking to my friend Spurgeon about it, and he's, and I told him that hot take and he was like, I think that it could have been handled in a way where it was private, but people knew about it, but then they didn't know exactly what happened, so there was a bunch of speculation, and then he brought up the Jay-Z and Solange in the elevator. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is a good point, because I was Googling that elevator scene time after time, mm-hmm. like Cindy Lauper. Right, like, what happened? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, and then there's all these clips now of, like, Will Smith saying, why is not the answer? Like, I would never do that, da 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 And here he is, like, totally slapping here's Chris Rock. A, but then here's the other thing. Like, I saw this thing yesterday, and who knows if it's real. But it was, like, the Academy is thinking of asking him to give his Oscar back. Oh, okay. And I was just like, fuck, no. I don't think he should have to give it back. I don't think so either. But, like, also, his actions cast a long shadow over all of oh, that stuff. Yeah. The Williams, his win, you know what I mean? So like it's synonymous with his shitty behavior. Yeah. You know. Because in this And I, and I'm gonna say this, I'm putting Will Smith on that list of folks whose movies I will never see again. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. For what reason? Because the Fresh Prince is good. Please. Irrelevant. <laughs> Irrelevant. Oh my gosh. I cannot say the same. Okay. I cannot say the same. <laughs> Not that I was like going out of my way to see Will Smith movies. I mean, we watched. Like, uh, what if it's like, w- like, watch the Wild Wild West again? Like, that was never in my repertoire. Anyways. Men in Black, no thanks. <laughs> Independence Day, maybe. That was kind of fun. That was kind of fun. <laughs> I missed um, that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. What, how I was going to wrap that up, but... There it is. Yeah, that's a shame. Oh, I, what I was going to say was, there's so many people that have done vile and disgusting things in Hollywood behind closed doors, a.k.a. Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. So does he then have to give all of his Oscars back? You know what I mean? Sure. So... Rum Polanski, Oscar back. Yeah. There's so many gross people in Hollywood. Like, you know... When you're young, you just, you glamorize that life and you idolize it. Like, Charlotte tells me she wants to go to Hollywood. And I'm like, Hollywood is for crazy people. (laughs) But the funny part, and I tell her that, I'm like, Hollywood's for crazy people. And, like, if you were to go to Hollywood and, like, try to make it big, like, you would be a messed up adult. That is correct. 
I was like, you don't want to go there. <laughs> Cut to real life. My brother and sister-in-law have moved to L.A. And my sister Charlotte is like, I thought only crazy people lived there. <laughs> so I need to curb, curb that a little bit. Anyway. Do you think that you could survive a slap? Like in front of people? We're segueing. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, like if I, first of all, I don't think I would have the guts to ever get up and present an award in front of hundreds of thousands of people. I'd be too scared. And then to get slapped in front of all those people by a friend? Wait, did he host? I think he hosted. Or was he presenting the award? He was just presenting. Oh. That's so funny. Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes, and Regina Hall, Hall they were, were the hosts. I see. Yeah. I see. And That's how much I pay attention to all of us. I know. I didn't watch. I didn't watch any of it. I didn't watch any of the Grammys. I don't even care. Yeah. Um, a slap from a friend. I don't know if I could survive it. What do you think? Um. Yeah, I could. My friend with the segues today. <laughs> so today we are talking about friendships that we have endured, friendships that we have survived, and maybe some that have thrived a little bit. Yeah, or some that didn't. Yeah, and that, some that are dead now. Most of them are dead now. <laughs> um, so I remember being in fifth grade, mm -hmm. and I did have a friend named John. Um, and we became friends because, like, we're the only Vietnamese kids in the school, in the same grade, same class. Um, Is that the only thing you had in common? Or did you have other things in common? That was friends? pretty much it, you know. You look the same. Yeah, I was like, oh, you look familiar. You know what chopsticks are? That's cool. <laughs> so, for whatever reason, we got into a fight, okay? Um, and I was naughty, and, and I had recess privilege taken away <gasps> for a long time. So I had to stay in class and like help out with the teacher, and, you know. So wait, it was recess privilege taken away for more than just like one day? Oh, it was a long, long time. Damn, they don't do that anymore. Yeah, I, it was it was something trivial, like maybe it was a homework thing that I hadn't finished or like my desk was messy, but it was like a long, long time. And um, so that's fine, whatever. But like John wanted to kick my ass, and okay, could he? Uh, or was he? Was I'm envisioning John to be a scrawny little fifth grader? He was scrawny, but he was like you know vicious. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so didn't really have to worry about about meeting on the playground with him because I was in detention. But one day the teacher asked me to go fetch someone at recess, so I went out looking with this kid and then John like saw me with his two little bully friends oh, came no. up to me and he wanted to fight and I was like it's on so like we're fighting <laughs> I guess I want you to imagine Kai fighting this is my first fist fight okay <gasps> and um things happened and I punched him in the mouth oh my and he spit blood <gasps> and that was the end of it went back in I thought it was over Little did I know that um, the sixth grade class was watching us because they're high up and they're like watching us from the classroom because <laughs> we're behind like the little shed and uh, we kind of got busted oh fighting. Um, and so that was like my first friend fight that I was like, we were friends and now we're not. 
and it was never the same after that. So when you get in fights with people when you're in the fifth grade, mm-hmm. you didn't have the rest middle school and high school to kind of like follow this person yeah. and see what they're doing. So how did John end up? Or did you guys go to different schools? No, we went to the same high school in junior high after that. And like, it was not good. Um, I think like I became more of a loner type. Mm. And then he was like, you know, we, just, we kind of ignored each other um, after that. So that was fine. So how did it make you feel? This <laughs> fight with John. Did it make you feel tough? Uh, or were you like, violence is not the answer? Violence is not the answer. <laughs> no. I think I got in lucky punch. That's what it was. Mm. Um, and I never wanted to do that do that again. Yeah. Oh, you learned, feelings. A, you learned a good lesson. <laughs> That's like an after school special. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. <laughs> um so in my younger years. I definitely had, I mean, when I say younger years, I mean, up in, as recently as, like, when I was 35. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would have just a number of friendships that would just end abruptly. Uh-huh. And uh, the first one happened when I was in the eighth grade. And okay. I think I think if you go back on the Gray archives, I probably have talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Because it made such a, it was like the the beginning of just the dead drop end of friendships. Uh-huh. Like you're dead to me. Yeah. Done. So I was in eighth grade, and I was ordering. I had a, a good friend, and we both like loved clothes. That was like that was our thing, and um, we ordered from the Delia's catalog, uh-huh. right? And so this is 1995. And no internet, no online ordering. You call and talk to somebody uh-huh. and say, order number AZ51. Because it's a little magazine. Yep. Uh-huh. And it's like an order number yeah, size. So you would call, so you're online, a customer service person. You could do all this, ship it to Allison Williams. Could you um, mail order it? Like send it in via postage? Like a... Fill out. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But that's an, an alternative. Yeah, way. so I would call. Mm-hmm. Da-da-da. So this is pretty timely now because I had ordered a lilac kind of shift dress. I had a little purple, had like a little collar, and you know Delia's was kind of a little bit edgy. I don't know Delia's. Some of my, uh-huh. some of the listeners will remember Delia's okay. for sure. Um, it was kind of Delia's was like the cusp of like skater girl and. Like J. Crew, okay. so it wasn't like it was preppy with a twist. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was, you know. So my friend had wanted this lilac dress, but she was really fair, and she was like, "That's not gonna look good on me." And I was like, "Well, I think I it'll look good on me. I'm gonna order it for my like my Easter dress." Because remember, we lived in South Carolina. You had an Easter dress, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> it didn't come, and it didn't come, and it didn't come, oh. and I was like, "Where's this dress?" Yeah. So I called Delia's and I'm like, I ordered this. And you know, there's no shipping notifications because like we don't have email. Right. Nineteen. How do we even live? How do we live? How, I don't know. And so I call them. I'm like, here's my order number. You know, I don't. I don't see my address. Little fifteen year old Allison or eighth grade, however old you are, fourteen. And um, they're like, oh, that order was canceled. And I was like, who? How did that happen? Somebody called in and canceled it. <sighs> well, the only person I knew that knew I was ordering that dress was my friend. Mm-hmm. And so I wrote 
a letter. <laughs> I hand wrote a letter. And to the I was, manager. <laughs> to this messy ass friend of mine. And my mom drove me over to oh, her house. She knew the dish. And I knocked on the door. She opened and I gave her my letter. And I left. <laughs> and we were never friends again. And that was in the eighth grade. And we ended up going to the same high school. And uh, everybody knew That's about hot. the Allison. And How much did this dress cost? It was like, I don't know. I paid for my babysitting money. So I'm kind of lost on like... No, it was probably like $40. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so everybody knew about this. The, spl- the split. And they thought it was hilarious. And like they would, everybody would try to get us in like scenarios together where we had to like be in the same room. I mean, we were like enemies. Uh-huh. Like we would not talk. We would not look at you. We hated each other. And so senior cut day. Did y'all have, like, a senior skip day? No, I uh, I don't think... I've, I've heard tell of these. So yeah. we had a senior skip day, mm-hmm. and we all went out to the lake, and Messy Person was there, mm-hmm. and... I love you're not using their name. I know, like, they're gonna listen. <laughs> we got drunk. I'm sure off of, like, Natty Lights or whatever <laughs> alcohol we could get somebody to buy us. We all got drunk, and there was a picture of me and her together with our arms around each other, like... And um, at our, like, senior night, they some of our friends put that picture in, like, the slideshow because they all thought it was so hilarious that we were, like, hanging out and mm-hmm. everybody knew. And my our parents were like, what were you and messy person doing mm-hmm. together? And I was like, I don't remember. <laughs> so that was my very first incident that I remember of just, like, cutting a bitch out of my life. Yeah. Because I'm a loyal hoe until you do me wrong. I hear ya. I hear ya. So and then I, I have many oh, more after that. <laughs> <laughs> so my next one, we graduated from fifth, sixth grade, and now we're in junior high school. Okay. And I met this girl. She was like a year or two older than me. Her name was Tina. Um, and like she had like these cool friends, you know, like they were older and like cute and like, I don't know, like... The whole, like, gay person fag hag thing was very apparent. I was, like, into this, right? And so, I'm really good friends. And I had uh, my other friend, Jared, and this other, this guy, John, who was my enemy. Like, we were kind of frenemies at this point. And so, like, we kind of all got together. And, like, we're all friendly. Um, but, like, Tina and I had, like, this connection for whatever reason. That she was a cool girl. She had a short haircut. And, like, she's got my language. Um, and then one day, she came up to me and said, I have something to tell you. And I was like, what? She said, I think I have a crush on Jared. And I was like, you can't have a crush on Jared because I have a crush on Jared. Okay, I can say that to her. Okay. But that's I was what like, I was oh thinking in my seventh grade, you know, youthness, yeah. um, and it crushed me for whatever reason, you know, that like she liked him, and it just created this dynamic. It would change the dynamic. Correct, and cut that bitch out. Yeah, I just iced her out, and she didn't know why. Kai, I know I regret it because she was so nice and she was so cool, and I didn't know how like to handle that shit, you yeah. know, back in the day. Um, but 
that one I will fall on the sword on like that was me that was like all me messed up cut this person out for no reason you need to find her on Facebook Latina Potvin if you're out there <laughs> you know everybody's on the Facebooks you need to find her and apologize <laughs> yeah well who knows but like you know it was like a very confusing time and it's like I have a crush on him and it's been that way for a long time yeah you know yeah so yeah Gosh, poor Tina. Poor Tina. Um, so, have you ever broken up with a friend because they were just too needy? Too needy. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, for sure. So, I am... I, I don't know. I always want to put you in this bucket, but I'll let you speak for yourself. Like, okay. I like to have close friends. Mm-hmm. I get so scared and so freaked out if they want to do everything with me. Mm. If they want to, like, just constantly hang out with me. I'm like, ooh, like, I need space. Yeah. Now, I would say, like, you and I talk every single day. That doesn't freak me out because you're not always like, hey, what are you doing? Mm. You want to come over? Um, But even if, I don't know, I think we've been friends for so long that it probably wouldn't freak me out, but... I have had some people that just went above and beyond the call of friendship. Yeah. And one of them was emailing me lyrics from... <laughs> Lord. A Creed song, maybe? Oh, yeah. With arms open. <laughs> and saying that this song encapsulated our friendship. Uh-huh. Was it that song that I was just singing? I don't remember. Oh my god! I think it was Creed because it was it was some some band that was like god awful, and I was just like, first of all, (laughs) that is your first mistake. (laughs) I really only like like rock bands from the nineties. Like once you enter in the thousands, Uh nope, nope. (laughs) So and it freaked the shit out of me, and I was like, is this person in love with me? (laughs) They might have been, honey. I think they were. And once again, like, I joke about this, and I probably, it's probably not even a joke, but like, I'm like, am I like kind of on the autism spectrum? Because I can fucking tell you something, and it, and I will not care if it hurts your feelings. <laughs> like, I'm gonna tell you something, and it is gonna be my truth, and if that is outside of like societal norms, too bad. Yeah, but don't you think that that it's a buildup, though? That's not something that you're gonna tell someone right away. But like if they push you into a corner, yeah. then you'll give that truth. That's true. You know what I mean? So you're saying I'm not autistic. <laughs> that is what are I'm you, saying. Are you diagnosing me as not on the autism? No, no, side? I'm like undiagnosing you. <laughs> so, so when this bitch emailed me these lyrics oh. being like, this is representative of our friendship, I was like, this is I wrote her back I was like this is too far <laughs> this is this makes me wildly uncomfortable and I'm st- this was so we had email at this point so this was and Creed so this was like <laughs> this was late 90s early aughts yeah yeah and I was like this is a no this is a no for me dog <laughs> and um yeah, we pretty much avoided... This was college. We, like, avoided each other kind of after that. It yeah. made me feel wildly uncomfortable. Um, I held up my boundaries. 
And we have, like, I've seen this person at some college reunions and stuff. And we have, like, made peace. Okay. Not, we never talked about that uh, um, particular thing. But, like, we've talked. Sure. And. You, uh, you could call it uh, water under the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. I like her Instagrams. Okay. That's me tapping. <laughs> um, to be generous of you. Yeah. So. I um, will say that this person is. In a relationship with a woman now. Okay. So, <laughs> so maybe your instincts might have been right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, me in college, I was working at this gay youth center, which I really enjoyed. Yes. Um, and I had like some friends there. Um, and one of them. His name's Terrence. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> You're so... I'm like, this person, this person. Uh, he would go there and he was like, you know, an activist and like a community leader person. Um, and he was like a, a good friend. Like we became really close and um, enjoyed his company. And it was funny and we both loved Janet and like we danced and this was this whole thing. Um, and then it was kind of a big deal because he was one of the people in our group to like first get his own apartment with his boyfriend. And so it like, we kind of went over there and like, we opened up his closet and he had like, like 10 bottles of like suave shampoo. I was like, why, why so much? It's like, I have to stock up. I was like, okay, <laughs> that's a choice. So, um, they moved in together. But, and, like, there were some signs that things were off because, like, he was always super mean to his boyfriend about his music choices. Like, viciously mean. And I was like, um, it's just his opinion on the music. Like, why is this a big deal? And then one day the boyfriend came in and um, had a black eye and wouldn't talk about the why and was kind of su- suspicious. And um, then Terrence walks in and it was very tense for whatever reason, but, like, no one could ask why is this happening so cut to maybe a few weeks later I get a call from Terrence and he's like sobbing and saying he needs a place to stay because he can't stay there and there's an issue right and so I was like yeah stay with me you know so he came over stayed with me for a couple weeks and I it was fun I enjoyed the company and he was he was a good good guest and then he moved in with our other friend, Hope. So then, you know, it's fine. And then a month later, I get um, an Amex bill. And I'm like, why is, am I getting a bill? Because I had, like, this Amex thing, I had a, a dispute on it. So I was, like, waiting for it to clear up. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, maybe because that's, that's what it is. They're telling me the status. But nope, there was, like, all these charges from, like, like this Chinese restaurant and Domino's Pizza. And I was like, that's really weird. What this must be a mistake, right? And then I'm thinking back. Um, Terrence wanted to like say thank you for letting me stay with him. And one day he was like, I'm gonna bring lunch and we're having Domino's pizza. That's what he brought over. I was like, Oh, that's so nice of him. So I look on the date and it matched. And I was like, Why does the, the day that he brought pizza match the, this charge date, right? So I went to Do- Domino's pizza. And I said, you didn't check the credit card and the ID on this, and that's not right. So I need you to give me like uh, the information of who bought this. Like, where was this delivered to? Because there were a bunch of pizza charges. 
It's like 500 bucks worth oh my of charges. Gosh. Yeah. And so they gave me the address, and it turned out to be Hope's address, where he keeps staying. So I figured out it was really him. So he just copied your number down? or No, he found that credit card in my apartment when he was staying there. Uh... And he took it and didn't think I would notice. But I was like, I'm going to get the bill full. You know? Yeah. So I knew all this, but I didn't want him to know that I knew. And so I asked him to lunch. And like we're just chit chatting, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and then before I left, I served him court papers. <gasps> <laughs> I have never heard this story you before. Yeah, and here's the thing: is that Amex reversed all those charges, so I wasn't I wasn't um, out of money exactly. But I wanted Tim to know that I knew, and I was I then I wanted to the follow the drama of I it know. all. I had a flair for it back in the day. You yeah. still kind of do. So I left it on the table and walked away. And you made out. him pay for lunch? <laughs> Hopefully without your credit card. I don't remember who paid for lunch that day. Can you believe it, though? Okay, so then what happened? That's it. Like, he never showed up to court, so I won the judgment. But, it, you know, I wasn't going to get any money for it. I knew that because you can't, you know, draw blood from a stone, you know, so. <laughs> so do we know why he ended up moving out of the place with... His boyfriend? You I think he was, think like, using... It was just a bunch of, like, he made a bunch of bad decisions, you know, whether it was, like, financially... Oh, he, like, he, yeah, he did some bad shit. Like, so there was, like, a whole nightclub scene. So you go to the bar, and then you go to, like, uh, Perkins or Embers afterwards with all your friends. And it's, like, a big group of folks, right? So it's, like, 15 people ordering food. And so there were so many people that you could get away with not paying because the, the server doesn't know, mm-hmm. like, who paid what. And he did, he pulled that way too many times and um, got busted and got like evicted from that Perkins. Oh <laughs> okay, and that's so he made a lot of bad decisions. And I would see him out at the bar. Where is Terrence now? I have no idea. Where is Terrence? <laughs> like, if he was making these sort of life choices in his early twenties, late yeah. teens, yeah. Like, what? Where is he now? It's a good question. We need I don't a dateline. Do we? <laughs> I want, like, I want to know. So, yeah. Have you ever gotten in disagreements, fights, discussions with friends because they're annoyed over your choice of another friend? Um, not necessarily of another friend, but just, like, of my choices, period. Mm. More so. It didn't really have to do with anyone else, you know. But I did have a friend in college that was, like, he called me one day. He's like, hey, do you want to hang out? And I said no or something like that. And he went off on me. And so you always say no. Like, if you want to be my friend, you have to say yes sometimes. And I was like, oh, you're right. Because I couldn't, you know <laughs> I what I mean? I thought of that. I didn't think of it. Like, I am a slow learner. I say that I was raised by wolves. So, like, all these social cues, I was like, oh, Eric, thank you. I appreciate that very much. And so I started saying yes, and, like, we maintained a friendship after that. I love that he called your ass out. He did. And I love Eric, because, like, we, I was, I finished my first year as a dance major. I love that I'm a dance major. (laughs) Like, that's part of my story. It's so funny. Um, But I was a dance major. Finished my first year. He came in my second year as as a freshman, whatever. So we're the only dudes, and we're both gay. And, like, we loved each other. We hung out all the time. Um, and, like, we became really close and, like, went to the clubs together and, like, did the whole dance thing together. So 
we kind of grew up through college together. Um, and he, like, you know, called me out on my my lack of being engaged with him, you know? Yeah. But it was never about anyone else. It was just about, you know, my life choices. Mm-hmm. Have you had, like, a tri- triad of, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. Yeah. And this was actually happened when you and I were friends. Mm. You weren't involved in it, but I know I told you about it. So, um, I... I'm like, I don't know how to frame... I don't think the people I'm talking about even listen to the podcast. But uh, one of my best friends, uh, we were all traveling... Well, a couple of my best friends, we were all traveling back to um, a certain spot where there was going to be a bunch of people, maybe a reunion happening, Uh if you will. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, like when you get... Even if it's 20 years out, you still hang out with like... um, you have a person that, like, you're going to the reunion with and, like, you're going to oh, sure. stay by their side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So I had that person with me. And then there was another friend who is also a really good friend of mine, like, a, a best friend, if you will. Um, and that person just kind of ignored me mm. the whole time. Which was odd because you guys were close. Yes. Yeah. And we don't live in the same spot. Because I'm like, yeah. And so my feelings were so hurt, and um, the reason was because they did not want to hang out with like the person that I was kind of like glomming onto. Yeah, like yeah. whole like yes. And we got into it, like we got into like a huge conversation, and essentially they were like, "Well, this person that you hang out with makes." Like, I just think they're a terrible person. Mm. And what does it say about you that you're best friends with them? Mm. And I found that to be entirely hurtful. And also, the fact that I'm friends with this particular person has nothing to do with the fact that I'm also friends with you. Yeah. And what I and then what I said to this person is, I'm not asking you to be their friend. I'm asking you to be my friend. And we have never really talked about that person Again, because, like, that person that he doesn't like, I'm going to put some gender pronouns in there, like, they don't have to be friends. We don't sure. have to, like, be in a circle where they need to communicate. But you yeah. can't ice me out, you know, because you don't like her life choices. Right. Or what you think they are. Sure. So, yeah. um, he thought he was putting me in my place. <laughs> but I put him in his place. Do you think that there is a certain like active shutting things down like do you actively not talk about so and so to so and so do you know what I mean or is it natural do you guys have enough of a friendship where that doesn't even matter anymore you're talking about other things um we don't actively like bring like not bring this person up Mm -hmm. um they'll come up in natural conversation because this person is, like, a big part of my life. Mm -hmm. And... uh, You can't not speak about them. Right. Okay. But then what used to happen that doesn't happen anymore is my friend, the dude, would send me, like, screenshots and grabs and make fun of that person. I see. And I'm just like, that needs to... I see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and I've had that conversation, like, this person in my life is controversial to a lot of people. <laughs> and um, I've had that same conversation with, like, several people. 
where I'm like, I'm not asking you to be their friend. Like, that's my friend. Right. And we have that relationship. Totally. You know? Yeah. So that's kind of what I was asking. Like, is there anybody in your life where you're like, you know what? That's my relationship. Yeah, I get it. And other people don't really have to understand it. No, I've had that same issue where people will give that my person flack, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, because of what they see, you know? And that gives a very... It's very easy to, to judge the person, and I and if I were outside the situation, I could totally see it. But because I've been with this person for mm-hmm. such a long time, that's how I feel. That like like flaws and all to my friends, and I totally get what you're saying. But also like it, that doesn't matter to me because I just know them beyond these things that you say. You know their soul. I see them, yeah. Exactly. And like yes, maybe if I met that person today, would we be friends? That's exactly yeah. I get that. Probably not. Right. But there's so much history. and Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, let me talk about Corey. Corey was another um, person I, that I knew from the youth center. Um, and Corey was like, uh, he grew up in Minnetonka. And like, he was like the little rich preppy kid. Real judgy, you know. And so... At this youth center, there was, like, a lot of different people there. So you had, like, him, and you had, like... Um, I need to take a visit of this youth center. It's, it's come up so much in your narrative. It's it's not there anymore. It's defunct? It's defunct. Shoot. Yeah. But eventually, they started, like, even home, serving, like, homeless people because it just was a space that you could go and be safe, right? And there's a big crossover of, like, homeless gay kids. And so it just made sense. So there's like a vast like socioeconomic disparity between who's who's coming to the space. Um, and for whatever reason, we got along. You know, he liked me. I liked him. We became friends, um, along with some other friends that were like our little group of people. But he was very insecure, and there was like a time where like we decided that we were not going to go out that that night. But if his hair wasn't perfect, mm. he would, like, say, we're not going out. I'm not doing this. I'm super depressed. And, like, he would totally gas, like, the whole thing. And, like, mm. just, we just couldn't go, do anything. And it happened so often that eventually I was like, fuck this. I'm going to do my own thing. And that was when, like, things went south real fast. And he called me, like, all these racist names oh my gosh. after that. Ew. Oh, it's whole, it was, like, really bad. And so this happened, like, and then, like, we became friends again, and then it would happen again. So it was very cyclical. Like, this happened over and over again. Um, And then we became friends once again. And then I I kept all my friends, like, kind of separate. But I was like, oh, you should come out with me and Eric, who I just spoke about. Mm -hmm. My friend Eric, the Mm -hmm. the dancer. And at this point, Eric had met this guy that was really funny because older than us. Um, and so we all went out to the club one night and Corey just thought that the, this guy was like hitting on him all night and making up this, this narrative fantasy that he was being hit on by Eric's boyfriend and he was really into it. But, but and it was, wasn't. It's not happening. No. And I'm like watching all of this and then Corey is blatantly hitting on this guy and I have to turn to Eric and say, I am so fucking sorry that this is happening. And because this is my friend and I brought him and it's not cool. 
And that was like the end of the me and Corey thing. Because like, this is not cool. You're fucking crazy. Oh, man. I'm not having it. Yeah. But Eric and I like maintained our friendship. And he's like in New York now. And so you know what Eric's doing now. So Eric is what they call a real one. <laughs> exactly. He's very sweet. Yeah. Cool. What's he doing in New York? He's just living his best dad life. Oh, good. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> um, so I guess my most recent friendship breakup Mm -hmm. this is the one I was referencing when I was like 35 36 and I just got fucking ghosted just freaking ghosted by a homegirl and it was this person had been there for me when I was going through a really hard time when I was 32 33 and so I've kind of okay so she was like my best friend she threw my baby shower um, and, uh, like I said, she was like, you know, I, she was like a thick or thin person. Mm-hmm. She knew like all of my dark secrets of that time mm-hmm. in my life, things mm-hmm. that like I would, and I'm not like a super open person, right? but she knew some things that I was going through and she was like a great friend for me. And then, um, all of a sudden just went through some things of her own but completely withdrew from social times. Mm -hmm. And I would text, I would call, I would reach out, and it was met. Nothing. It was met with silence. And I was just like, like maybe when you're in college or in your 20s, like that's acceptable. But when you're in your 30s, mid-30s, pre-pandemic, it's kind of weird to just like ghost someone. And Mm -hmm. it really bothered me for a long time. I was... Shooketh. And I think that also, like, if you're involved in, like, major life events, mm-hmm. then it's kind of like, what's happening, you know? Yeah. So, um, and I think what you're referring to is, like, I was in her wedding. Like, we were, yeah, I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> like, we were thick as thieves, yeah. you know? And anyway, so... Finally, Do you feel like there was, like, a, a something that happened? Between her and I? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, besides, like, little birdies peeping in her ear, you know, saying, like, don't be friends with Allison. Like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, I, I racked my brain of, like, things that I could have done mm-hmm. to hurt this person's feelings. Right. But, Nothing. Um, so, anyway, in the end... It was, I finally just decided, uh, no, we got together one time. And um, for that hour or hour and a half that we were together, this person just talked at me. Mm -hmm. Mm. And I was like, this sucks. Mm -hmm. Like, did not ask me one thing about, like, what was going on with me in my life. And also didn't really acknowledge the fact that they had been absent for two years yeah um so then it was at that point where I made like the conscious decision to cut the cord well and invest in people that were investing back right because there were a lot of people that were interested in having a relationship with me and I could like put my energy there Mm -hmm. and not with this person and I was bitter about it but I don't I'm like, maybe sometimes I get a little happy, like, hearing bad news about them, but... (laughs) And I'm just being honest. But I don't really even, like, think about that person anymore. And that... 
I'm a good ass friend. You I think, sure are. I think I'm a good friend. Yeah. So, too bad for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> I'm, I'm done with all, all mine. I mean, I have so many more. But <laughs> that's enough that I just, you know. Yeah. It was kind of fun, this one, going back to memory lane. Yeah. I'm going to say it was fun. It's interesting. Because I forgot about the whole Terrence thing with all American Express. Done what tomorrow. even, like, how did that memory get jogged then? Just. Um, because a lot of this whole, the cut and run stuff, for me, happened around this time in my life. Mm. Like my early 20s, um, late teens, where I had a bunch of friends that were, I thought we would be together forever. And then, and then it kind of fell apart. And it was kind of around this time. I was like, what happened? And then it, I was just like putting points together and be like, oh, 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 all this happened. Yeah. You know? I had a group of friends. My um, senior year of college, we were all uh, four of us living together. And we were like, maybe we should get like, right before we graduated, maybe we should get like a tattoo. <laughs> like all, like four of us. And we were thinking about getting one on our foot. And this is when Dixie Chicks was like a big thing. I love some Dixie Chicks. And there was a Dixie Chick that had like little, the chicks, like three on her feet. And we were uh-huh. like, maybe we should do that. Like the chicken feet thing. Oh, okay. And we were going to get those on our feet. And I am so glad that we did it. <laughs> First of all, because I barely even talked to two out of the three uh-huh. anymore. And second of all, then I would have a tattoo on my foot. <laughs> of Chicken <a> feet. Chick- <laughs> A chicken footprint. And I have zero <laughs> tattoos, and I am so glad that I don't have any. Oh my that's god, that's like, so funny. Yeah. Anyway, so that was good. It gets up because I had considered so many tattoos in my life, and like now I'm like, thank God, never happened. Yeah. You know. I get freaked out by permanence. Oh, same, 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 same. So if I, that's why I'm never gonna do like my lips, because <laughs> right? I feel like I would hate myself if it went the wrong way. I think some people wear it really well. And some people like tats. do not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I look look like a big poser. I have tattoos all over my body. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it. <laughs> Guys, we got real on the grind today. It was a fun one. We had a good time <laughs> talking about fights. It's our brand. <laughs> all right, team. We will see you whenever we decide to record next. Gotcha. You know, we're, we're unpredictable. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll talk to y'all later. <gasps> Bye. Bye.